Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show in the Bonus on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Welcome in. Hope you're doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is fascinating to me. Okay, fascinating to me that... Um, we're a championship week, right? So next week, this time, we'll have our Super Bowl teams, right? And it's interesting, right? One of the things that Jay Stu, that you say all the time is like, man, I, I can't believe it's January already. Oh, man, I can't believe it's, we're almost to, the school year's almost over. Can you believe that we're already through the the, the depths of winter? It's just amazing how time flies. Yes. It's incredible how time goes by. So but fast. it does. like, and, and I would say in the thick of it, the season is long. But the reality is like we're, we got three games left. Three football games left. And the other part, which is interesting, is um, we've had, you know, last year we had the no week off thing. So this year we have a two weeks off, right? So it... It's a kind of a hurry up and wait sort of deal. But you also have, you know, look, the the, the epic showdown this weekend is going to be Ravens versus Chiefs. Um, not to take away from Niners versus Lions, but I don't think anybody had. Do you think anybody had bing, the, on their bingo card Niners versus Lions for the NFC Championship game? I mean that in all seriousness. Do you of course think, not. No, no. This is one of those, it's like, I hate dudes in the NCAA tournament. Like, well, I had like 15 brackets in one of my brackets. I had Detroit playing the Niners. Like, no, you didn't. Like, if you filled out one bracket, how far down did you have to get to to get in the Lions? 
And if you were a dis- thought the Lions were a disruptor, they could get there. Did you really think the Niners would get there? Right? Because if you're if you think the Lions get there, you don't think it based upon pure talent uh, or history. You think it because again, just grittiness and so at some point they have to break through. But it is is a weird weekend, no question. And yet, and yet the the Chiefs are still there. I guess here's a question. I don't really understand. Okay, so if I told you a quarterback won two Super Bowls, went to a third, went to six six AFC championship games, right, was a league MVP, would you say that quarterback is a Hall of Famer? Yes. Would you say he's one of the all-time greats? Yes. Like over a lifetime of a career, those would be great accomplishments. Pat Mahomes has been in the NFL for seven years. He's been a starting quarterback for six. And yet we do get in this nonsensical, well, if he keeps doing what he's doing, like how long does he have to do it for? Granted, he's going to get better because, you know, unless you stop working, you just, there's so much more knowledge that comes your way. So many more things you've seen, so much more situations. Granted, he has to work with inferior players because he makes a high percentage of the money. But the point is, I've never understood the, like, I've said this for the last two years. Hey, we need to uh, appreciate that Pat Mahomes is probably the greatest quarterback we'll ever see play football. You're like, well, no, no, not well. I mean, if, if you play seven years in the NFL and you start six and all six end up in the AFC Championship game and three end up in a Super Bowl, and you, like, if you get to another Super Bowl, here's what's really crazy about it. The Brady 10 Super Bowl thing seemed like completely out of touch. There's no way. And I was very cautious when Mahomes got to his first one. People going like, he could catch Brady because you're like, no fucking way anybody's catching Brady. 10 is so far away from a possibility. And it doesn't seem likely. It seems remote, but it doesn't seem like an impossibility anymore, does it? And, and it's not for, you know, like we wanted to say these things and they were bullshit about Tom Brady because, correct, he played in an era where the AFC East wasn't strong. But Peyton Manning was playing at that time. Right? I mean, he went through and Peyton Manning, if for those of us who actually remember, Peyton Manning, when he finished, was considered by some to be the greatest quarterback of all time. So th- this is not me saying... uh I've always said about Brady, like Brady has taken on the goat, but in the in reality of when he was doing it, people didn't believe Brady was the goat. They believed that he was the most successful of all time. Whereas Peyton Manning was probably the best quarterback of all time. He, maybe Joe Montana, is 1A, 1B. Okay? Along with, and then Brady became just so incredibly successful, like, fine, you're the greatest. And then Aaron Rodgers, probably the most talented and individually successful, just didn't see as much team success. But Mahomes has seen both individual success, team success, consistency of team success. And with a good defense, with a bad defense, with good wide receivers, bad wide receivers, and and the AFC, at least quarterback-wise, has been the better conference than the NFC has recently. 
All right, here's a question, Jay Stu. Before you ask me, hold on a second. Yeah. Along those lines, so um, could we have a conversation about um, could we do this? Could we compare it to the LeBron MJ conversation? If Mahomes wins two more games, he will be he'll go back to back. That's an amazing comp- accomplishment, and he will be winning with deteriorating players. Like last year was incredible because he just lost Tyreek Hill. He's playing with a bunch of receivers. His receiving core got worse this year. If they win the Super Bowl again, I think this will be that this will put him in like upper upper level stratosphere. And then you start making the Tom Brady comparisons. But in this argument, isn't Brady kind of like the LeBron in that most of his uh, statistical accomplishments are just sheer volume and years? And Mahomes has done more in less time than Brady. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ask, ask those questions in order, they just in shortened form. If Mahomes pulls us off, right. couldn't you make an argument that he is the GOAT? That's my point. Right. My, my point has always been, like, I don't and, even know if he has to pull this off as much as to say, oh, like, okay. like, yes, if he pulls it off, you're like, okay, now we're getting, like, three Super Bowls in six years. With worsening rosters, yes, because with worsening of his, rosters, yes. and the one year you had no offensive line, they get they get beat in the in the Super Bowl because they had so many injuries. But again, I don't know if they win that game with an offensive line, but they just you know win that game with no offensive line. Um, but my point is that like, and, you- and then but here's another here's the other side to it. What do we do if Lamar Jackson doesn't win this game and doesn't look great throwing the ball in this game? You know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that they beat Houston. It's their second playoff win. But again, this is, he has an elite defense. He's playing at home. Okay. Against the Chiefs team that talent wise does not compare. They're a more talented team, especially if he has Mark Andrews. They're a more talented team. You know, I mean, this is one of those deals where, uh, you know, you're not going to get a better setup for Lamar because. The, the the offense helps them twofold. One, um, it it likely gives him a better opportunity to show that he can throw the football because it's a more tradi- there's there's a lot more traditional passing concepts and he can beat you on third down with it. But the second part is that we don't have ten years of Todd Munkin with Lamar Jackson history to draw back on. So yeah, you have developed some tendencies through the year of film, but it's not like Kansas City. Like Kansas City, they they got some adjustments they've made, but those are the same plays they've been running for years. Like, if you ask anybody who works with Andy Reid, they're like, why do we do it this way? It's like, it's time-tested. It works. That's what we're doing. You know? And all they do is they, with shifts and motion and different formations, they really don't run a crazy amount of stuff, but it's just very clear to him where he wants the ball to go, and then when he doesn't have what he wants to go, he can ad-lib. Obviously, the mark can ad-lib as well, a little bit differently, more with his legs, Still with his arm. But I don't know. It's like one of those deals where the Ravens are favored in this game. Yep. The Ravens are at home. The Raiders have the the, the Ravens have a, a, a better defense statistically. They have everything going for them. And they played the early game on Saturday, so they got an extra day off. And the Kansas City Chiefs played the late game, the last game, and it was a very physical down to the wire game. So it's one of those like harsh realities. And we had the harsh reality of Josh Allen. Like this is part of the deal. This is big boy sports, big boy football. It's like big boy sales. 
well, you know, this didn't go our way and they had that relationship and, you know, we weren't willing to cut corners on this bid. Did you get the bid or did you not get the bid? We didn't get the bid. Well, fuck you, you're fired. That's the way it works like in real business, right? And like we talk around things and you go like, hey, Lamar is really, really freaking good. And he appears to be way better and like have, have made steady improvement throughout his career. There are times in which the inaccuracy sometimes, you know, he tries to zing one in there. We don't have to. There are times in which that rears its head. Same thing at times with Josh Allen. But again, like just like yesterday, we said, hey, Josh Allen, at some point you have to win one of these games. We can only wax poetic about it. And yes, he got hit on second down. That's why it wasn't a touchdown pass. Okay, But like the margin for error is just that slight. And somehow... Like that somehow Pat Mahomes has been able to pull it off and somehow Josh Allen is not. And so we can say all these great things about Lamar, but at some point he's got to pull one of these off for us to put him in that higher plane. Because the guys who win seem to win almost all the time. Like Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is, he has the Steph Curry at his peak quality. And this is what I believe. When Steph Curry was at his peak, and even now, when he shoots, you're more surprised when it doesn't go in than when it goes in, right? You're more you're like, I can't believe he missed that. Like, well, he misses more than half of his shots. I can't believe he missed that shot. Like, statistically, you should expect him. But again, just the image that we have, the belief that we have, we're so impressed that we're like, Steph Curry never misses a shot, even though he does. The same thing is true with Pat Mahomes. You, like, almost believe that anything is possible with this guy because he seems to find a way to figure it out. Let's get to the Fox set. Real fast. Oh, go ahead. Could, we, could I answer the first question? Your first question was, what do we do with Lamar if he if he stinks it up? Yeah. Um, here's the problem with what we're going to do with Lamar, because I know what you'll do. And the problem is, if you're critical of Lamar Jackson, if he loses this game and it's on him, it's an obvious Lamar came up short, is that you're just going to be called a hater again, Right. You're just going to be, yeah, you know, haters always come out there. Here they come again. And so there, there rarely is a calculation or like a constructive criticism. You're just going to be dismissed as a hater. Correct. That's what's going to happen. That is 100% correct. To answer your first correct. question. That is 100% correct. With, with 80% of Twitter, you're going to just be a hater. Right. So, yeah. 80% you'll be a Twitter, or you'll be a hater. And what, 10% you'll be a racist? Okay, so ten percent of the people, right? Uh, even if, even be, if you're like, yeah. you're like, well, Mahomes is clearly better because he always wins, right? If that becomes your narrative, very simple narrative, doesn't mean that Mahomes actually outplays him, okay? Because I actually offer up the possibility that some guys outplay other guys and they still don't win because it is a team game. Josh Allen, two years ago when they lost to Kansas City, outplayed Pat Mahomes. Just it was just the worst approach to being up three with thirteen seconds I've ever seen in my life. Most people in football agree. Anyway. But the point is that the 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 comedy about it is that you're a hater if you or and probably racist even though Pat Mahomes is black, <laughs> like it's like wait what? Um. So yeah, I, I I think there's the possibility of a breakthrough. Like I I there's a world there where Baltimore wins in a laugher. Right there's there's a world there, and I think it's actually more. It's more likely that Baltimore wins going away than it is Kansas City wins going away. Like, if Kansas City wins, they're going to have to find a way to nickel and dime this thing to death, which is what they did to, to the Bills. You know, they just scored enough points. It wasn't the same. Like, people act like it's the same old Kansas City that you you got to keep the ball away from Pat Mahomes. Like, he had the ball three times in the fourth quarter. They they The only reason that they got around the goal line 
was because the fake, the second time was because the fake punt. They weren't moving the ball. Buffalo's defense actually did a good enough job to win. The offense did not. But the point is that I, I, whereas Baltimore feels as good or better defensively, I think they're really good defensively. And then offensively, I think they're better. You know, I, I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. is a superstar anymore, but he is a guy who is going to catch the football in a tight window, going up to get it. Like, he still has some of those. He doesn't have the same speed and ability to separate. He's had so many injuries that that happens. But he's still a big-time pass catcher. Mark Andrews, big-time pass catcher. And then um, Tay, uh, whatever, uh, what's, the, what's the little rookie wide receiver? who's just Flowers, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is a stud. Right, all three of them are better than anybody not named Travis Kelsey, and Andrews I think is better than Travis Kelsey when healthy. So, um, there's an old uh, expression in uh, Judaism, I believe, which is "If not now, if not now, when?" Right, like Lamar, if not now, when? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let's get to the Foxes. And now. There's <laughs> Jonas Knox and LeVar Arrington talking about Josh Allen. I, I don't want to just come out right and say it because I think Josh Allen's a franchise quarterback. And if you have one of those, it does appear like you've got a chance, at least a fighting chance. But damn, I don't like their chances to win one. Like with everything how they've many, got to deal how with. How many franchise quarterbacks win Super Bowls? Yeah, that's the thing. 
Like, you, you know, like you – I mean, just go look no further than Buffalo. You had an amazing franchise quarterback. You had an amazing franchise running back. You had an amazing franchise defensive end. Listen, how many, how many elite quarterbacks win it all? I mean, I, if we're looking at percentages, I would probably say there's a small percentage of franchise quarterbacks that win it all. So I don't know that we should. And, and I generally don't like to take the mic first, but I mean, just super quickly, I don't I don't really feel like he should be judged off of that. Per, I, I guess perceivably based off of if he's having a positive impact and a positive career because a lot of guys that are really, really good. I mean, there's a laundry list of of quarterbacks that you can name that are franchise guys that left this game with no Super Bowls. Okay, but how many didn't appear in a Super Bowl? Right? They haven't gotten to a Super Bowl. Matter of fact, they've only gotten the AFC Championship game once. So, and and look, the argument he's making is the argument that those of us who watch the Chargers make about Justin Herbert, who I don't think had a great year this year, but you're like, man, this guy's really good. It's everything else around him, right? Or the old Dan Marino argument, like Dan Marino didn't get worse throughout his career. His teams did, you know, he had one shot at a Super Bowl, but to, to answer his question on how many franchise quarterbacks, right? That was his question was, how many franchise quarterbacks um, win a Super Bowl, right? Okay, so all you got to do is Google all-time Super Bowl champions. And you tell me uh, how many of these guys recently are franchise quarterbacks. It's it's not really, uh, let's see here. Uh, Chiefs was Mahomes. The Rams was Matt Stafford, franchise quarterback. The Buccaneers was Tom Brady. Chiefs was Mahomes. The Patriots was Tom Brady. Uh, the Eagles, that's one that was a, I can't believe that uh, Nick Foles won that one, right? That was against the Patriots. The Patriots, the Broncos with Peyton Manning. The Patriots, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Uh, the Ravens, okay, that Ravens team was... Uh, with Joe Flacco. And he was a franchise quarterback. Right? Yes. First first round pick and yeah. he was paid as much. Yeah. No, he was a he was really he was a really good, not a Hall of Famer. Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. Like you get the picture here, right? Like there's the one off guy where you have Trent Dilfer. Um or uh, Nick Foles. But for the most part, you have franchise quarterbacks. You have elite quarterbacks. Like what separates, and no one's saying he's not a franchise quarterback. There's like, if you want to do the tier thing. You're talking first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubter. You got to get to a Super Bowl. Like we can say that, like Jim Kelly, like they win a Super Bowl. He went to four, four straight Super Bowls. So, um, I'm going to disagree with with Lavar's Arring, Lavar Arrington's uh, argument there. I think um, I think what he what he meant to ask, and this is actually a pretty good question, is okay. how many elite 
franchise quarterbacks have never won a Super Bowl. And, and right. you can go through that list. Right. I, I, and, uh, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Do no, want, no, no, we don't have to do that. But, but, well, but I it's read, like, like Burrow went to a Super Bowl. He's a franchise quarterback. Again, I would say that th- winning it's really difficult. You got to get to one, right? It's like we do this in college basketball with – does Mark Few have to win a, a national championship to solidify himself as one of the all-time greats? No, but he had to get to a Final Four, and he's got to a couple of them. Like, that's that that's fair. That's like a reasonable thing. So, Marino got to a Super Bowl. Uh, no, I was looking through this the other day. This is what I was just about to say. There is a very short list of Hall of Fame quarterbacks that never played in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Warren Moon mm-hmm. and Dan Fouts. And it pretty much ends there. That's Ooh, the crazy wait, wait, thing. Wait, 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 Josh wait. Allen is in a very select group as of right now. I'm trying to think of other guys that, that uh, like from that era. Because you're were... typically in the Hall of Fame because of team success. Correct. Terry Bradshaw and the like. Well, Terry Bradshaw won four. Yeah, so, I mean, it's good. like one of those, had he won one, we maybe, you know, you win four, you're like, okay, there's really no argument. Uh, it's, I've always had that approach, by the way, with Eli Manning. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Well, whether or not we think he's actually that good, he won two Super Bowls. He's going in the Hall of Fame, so just don't even, don't don't even wor- you know waste your energy discussing it. Well, I don't think I don't think if Dan Marino had had not made that Super Bowl, that would have kept him out of the Hall of Fame. Probably not. But you had to. How old are you, Chris? I'm 37. Okay, so. Um, this is like a weird moment for me to go like, hey, I'm the old man. I was a kid. I remember when it happened. Like, that was, so 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 aware. Like, the Super Bowl was really unique because the Niners were playing, and it was in Palo Alto. They played at Stanford Stadium, where Stanford University plays, right? That's how the Super Bowl was back then. It's crazy. And it was the reason that, there's two reasons that Marino was on a plane above, there was a bunch of quarterbacks at that era. Remember, there's John Elway was around that time and Joe Montana and Jim Kelly, right? All these guys. And honestly, like Jim Everett was sort of kind of in that discussion, if we're being fair, right? But Jim Everett could never win the big game. Jim Everett was the quarterback of the Rams. The Rams were good. And Eric Dickerson, they were really good, but they could never. And Jim McMahon, of course, was the Bears and they were just about their defense. The two things that made Marino's stock higher were with the Super Bowl Shuffle Bears, the only team to beat him that year was the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. And they played more like how teams play now. You know, they could barely run it, and they just had four wide receivers, and he was just a wizard, just slinging that shit all over the yard. And then that Super Bowl where you had Montana and Marino, and they were contemporaries, and he ended up losing that game, and they never got back to that level. So... I agree with you, but I think the hype around him and the kind of national love affair. Here's another thing that helped him. He was, at the time, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Jay Stu, because I could misremember. I feel like he was probably uh, on the biggest commercial of for any NFL quarterback. Right, O.J. Simpson, who had retired, okay, was the Hertz guy running through the airport, and the other... Uh, you had Mean Joe Green with was that Bud Light? Mean Joe Green was the Bud Light commercial. The, again, this is and Mean the Joe Coke Green commercial and the Coke commercial. Coke is it? And Dan Marino did this Isotoner gloves commercial. 
ironically, which I think OJ used to kill his ex-wife. I mean, it all goes full circle here. It's a really, it's a, it's fucked up and awesome all at the same time. So, like, and this is, so I'm, I'm just trying to paint the picture for what it was like. Like, no, back then, you, it wasn't, we didn't have 24-7. People weren't talking about greats of all time. Like, you just, you look in the newspaper and Dan Marino would put up these crazy fucking numbers compared to everybody else. But then, you know, they threw it all the time and their defense was shitty and they couldn't run the football and there were some ups and downs, right? And you would see them occasionally, Monday Night Football was the only time, like, you saw them play because they weren't in your region. You know, and if, unless you were really good, they weren't on the big game of the week. There was, you know, a game. And the, and back then, remember, we had Rams and Raiders. So you almost always had local games. You never had national games. I mean, it's just such a different world. So yeah, my, I just I just kind of remember late 90s when it did become that talk of, you know, my dad will always talk Marino versus Montana. And, you know, he went to Notre Dame, so he was always a Montana guy. But it was always like, well, Montana's there because he's got, you know, it's how we kind of talk about Aaron Rodgers no versus Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No yeah. question. No question. Um, it's very, very similar. Here's Dan Patrick on Pat Mahomes. So last night, big night. I came to the conclusion yesterday, last night, Patrick Mahomes is underrated. He is. He's underrated because when you watch him, I, I, like there's never a feeling of, oh, I wonder if he can do it or, you know, he's going to get loose here and do something that, uh, you know, is not normal. Even if they kick the field goal, make the field goal, you still give them a minute and 45 seconds and two timeouts. Like how many players do we have in all the sports where you go, yeah, he'll somehow he'll he'll make it happen. He only needs 13 seconds, you know. <laughs> There's something about him when he takes the field. It feels like he's one step ahead. Now, he's not, but there's a looming presence of they've got Patrick Mahomes. And the only other time I really remember that is Tom Brady, where you go, oh, boy, they gave him too much time. Maybe if you go back to a previous generation with Joe Montana, but winning a game, a playoff game on the road, I never, ever doubted Patrick Mahomes. I said this earlier in the pod, didn't I? That like he's the, I would say, uh, you always think, who's the baseball player? Like Jeter is the guy you always thought would come through, right? Well, nowadays it's Corey Seager. He's Mister October, yeah, two yeah. But like historically, in our in our recent memory, it just it felt like Jeter, and you're like, uh, I mean, look, Jeter, was it his three thousandth hit was a home run? And then he went like five for five his last last game at home. I don't know why they had him trot out there in Boston. That was dumb. Like you go five for five when your last home game, like you're done. Do the do the hat tip in uh, in Boston. But yeah, I mean Jeter was that was that guy. Jordan was has was that guy. Steph Curry was that has been that guy. You know, even though Steph Curry has failed and missed shots in the finals, it's like one of those you think he's never going to miss. And Pat Mahomes has that quality where you're like, he's going to figure it out some way. I'd say Brady too, obviously. I, the the Red Sox had that for a while. Maybe it's because I'm an Angel fan. And they always, like the Angels would beat the, the Yankees and always lose to the Red Sox. Fucking Red Sox, bottom of the ninth. Like, they're in the Yankees, like getting, for whatever reason, getting three outs, getting nine strikes in Fenway or in Yankee Stadium seems impossible. The strike zone becomes like a dot, right? And their their hot zones become gigantic. 
Here's Colin Cowherd talking about Joel Embiid dropping 70 last night. So last night, big night for Joel Embiid, 70 points. Teammates were feeding him the ball. He was hungry. He was hot, and they were feeding him. Um, We've talked about the league and how it's changing and getting larger and more international. Anybody else notice this, though? I thought about this last night as Embiid was going off. Small ball has vanished. Did it ever really exist? Or was it the greatest small score in league history and the greatest 6'7 defender, small for the men he was defending? Even the best of the small ball, the best of it was when they added 6'11, super long, underrated defender KD. For five years past, small ball at its peak, the league is owned dominated by Giannis and Jokic and Embiid. The Celtics got better noticeably. What could it be? They added Porzingis. Even the top scoring point guards, 6-7.5 Luka, 6-6 SGA. People convinced themselves size didn't matter. It's always mattered. Michael's the outlier. I grew up with Kareem and Wilt. What about Magic? He had Wilt. What about Kobe? He had Shaq. Steph is the first finals MVP, little guy, point guard in 16 years. Did small ball ever really exist, or was it two historically unique players? I, 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 I can't help but I don't even understand the argument, to be honest with you. Like, he's making it out, and, and I would agree that the league has gotten bigger, right? Big wing, you need to have big wings, and now you, to match up with the champions, Denver Nuggets, you need to be bigger because they throw out there uh, Michael Porter Jr. is 6'9", Aaron Gordon, who's probably more in the 6'8 variety, but listed as 6'10", and Nikola Jokic, right? They throw out a gigantic front court, so it's hard to play small against them. But small ball absolutely existed and still exists. Remember last year when what's different about the Nuggets this year is they don't have Bruce Brown, so they can play small ball when they don't have Jokic. It's it's a um, and I understand what he's saying. It's hard to win when your best player is a guard. It is is a is a six three and below guard. Isaiah Thomas did it two consecutive years. They had an incredible incredible defensive team. Then they had two elite scoring guards. Right, to go along with the, didn't they have, did they have Adrian Dantley or Mark Aguirre when they, I think they had Adrian Dantley when they finally won it. Like he was a, you know, but I, I just I I hate overall statements about this style doesn't work. Look what if how all of a sudden did Joel Embiid having seventy points in the regular season means having a center wins? What what was the. What's the Jim Rome thing? Memo to memo to Colin Cowherd. Last year was the first year since Tim Duncan won an NBA championship that a team had had their best player be a center. And if you say Tim Duncan's was a power forward, then you need to remove yourself from the conversation because when they won their last NBA title and they beat the Miami Heat. Okay. Um, Tim Duncan was their center. Right? Like Carl Anthony Towns hasn't won shit. Tim Duncan, I mean, something. Joel Embiid hasn't won shit. Jokic until last year hadn't won shit. Like it was. It's hard to. You can say it's hard to win with a with guards. 
it's fucking hard to win with a re- with a traditional center. Like the reason Embiid is so elite is because he can shoot. Right? He was 21 of 23 from the free throw line. He can shoot threes. He can handle the old, well, you got to throw it into the big guy. That's Nobody does that because it's totally inefficient. So what you're doing is you're taking an argument that has some validity. Okay, I'm not saying his, his opinion is invalid. Okay? Because to win with Steph Curry, you have to be so good defensively around him and so big to hide the fact that he's small. It's really hard to be a small guard because everybody switches everything and most of the league is, you know, between 6'5 and 6'9. But if you think that centers are the way, and I do think there's a rebirth and resurgence of the centers in the NBA, outside of Jokic, you tell me the traditional center. Like, Joel Embiid, all these points are great. He hadn't done dick in the playoffs. Nothing. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, this is going to be fun because I know what's annoying Jason Stewart. And now, it's your annoying. Hey, Doug, I pride, um, I think we pride ourselves on actually having these conversations. I know a lot of people won't have these conversations um, outside of some of maybe your conservative talk shows. But Bamani Jones... Uh, said something on his podcast that really kind of raised my eyebrows. I want you to to listen to this. He's talking about Josh Allen and how much the media seems to be really rooting for him and why. 
Like I was watching uh, Get Up before I got in here to record this stuff. No, no, man, it was driving me crazy because the whole television show was about Josh Allen. I've talked about some of this before. I do think that the NFL has got a little bit of a, I don't want to call it a crisis, but something's changing here that they ain't never had before, which is the best black, the best quarterbacks are black. Like part of the success of this league has been built around the fact that they had all these great athletes and they still had white faces to sell everything. So um, this is what annoys me is that he did stop short of calling it a crisis, but he mentioned the word crisis. And in order for something to have a crisis, that means something has to go drastically wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, what metric, use any metric, tell me how the NFL is in some kind of crisis. We're seeing record viewership, mm-hmm. record interest levels. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks that he just mentioned are compensated better than they ever have been before. So I'm trying to think of where the crisis exists in this, Doug. Uh, I believe that Bamani thinks that these owners are sitting there going, damn, another black quarterback's in the Super Bowl. Like, it's so far afield from reality, Jason. Hey, Here's the reality of the National Football League. Only one thing that matters. Winning. Okay? And the reason, the reason that on a Monday, everyone was talking about Josh Allen was, Here's an immensely talented guy, a ridiculously talented guy who carries a football team. And once again, his team came up short against Pat Mahomes, who, by the way, there's been a national love affair with Pat Mahomes and no look passes and whatever. You know why? Because nobody gives a shit about the color of Pat Mahomes skin. They don't give a shit about Josh Allen's, the color of his skin. They don't care about. Lamar Jackson with the color of his skin. They do not. I even saw Bamani go after somebody who said, oh, you put Josh Allen, uh, who was it, Sean O'Hara, put Josh Allen ahead of Pat Mahomes, even though Pat Mahomes' team just beat Josh Allen. And he's like, ah, basically played the race card. Completely dismissing the fact that he put Lamar Jackson, who also hasn't won dick in the playoffs, just being honest, ahead of, of Josh Allen, which makes him also ahead of Pat Mahomes. Football, to borrow from Tony Romo when he retired from the NFL, is a meritocracy. Either you can or you cannot. If you want to go back 40 and 45 years ago, okay, when there when there was some sort of ridiculous uh, narrative that the athletic black quarterback didn't have the wherewithal to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay? You want to go back that far, by all means. Those, those things have all been discussed. But we do this thing, we're like, oh, said quarterback was asked to switch positions. Dude, every Nebraska quarterback ever that came out was asked to switch positions. Even Heisman Trophy winners. Okay. It hasn't been about color of skin for a long fucking time. And, oh, I think these guys really want Josh Allen. like, well, I don't know. The guy has been really good. Buffalo is, is like this kind of sympathetic, man, their fans are great. Their weather is shit. You know, they were bad for so long. They lost in four Super Bowls when we were kids. You know, it, there's more of a sympathetic play there. 
But if you think the sympathy is because of the color of his skin, I, I can't really help you there. Um, the idea that like NFL owners or NFL people are somehow pissed about it. Like, buddy, business is really fucking good. Really, really good. You know, can it be better? Yes. Can the quality of play be better? Sure. Right. We're playing more games. You got to navigate that. How do we keep those star quarterbacks healthy? Like all of that stuff. But this, the the constantly going like, and here's the, here's honestly, did he ever say the word race, racism? On the podcast? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't I think, I don't think he did. Either. He just, he does the, that's the worst part about it, right? You're playing the race card without playing the race card. Oh, it's all about, like, it's not. It's not. Here's here's the reality. I'll give you another one. Eric Bieniemy's only interviewed for one job this year, right? The commander's job. Did you see what was written in all of the posts about his interview for the commander's job? Did you see, did you see it, Jay Stu? No, tell me. It said... Uh, it was extremely detailed and well-prepared. Eric Bieniemy had an interview, went well, it was extremely detailed and well-prepared. Do you want to know what the translation of that is? Exactly what I've told you. Exactly what I've told you. When Eric Bieniemy previously interviewed for multiple head coaching jobs, and I've talked to multiple GMs who have interviewed him, Okay, there were various levels of liked him, was okay, he does have a personality that reputation-wise is not necessarily uniter. Like he's kind of gruff, a little bit old school, and he doesn't necessarily blend all the time. Didn't work great with Pat Mahomes. Like, let's just remember, Andy Reid, towards the end of his coaching career, he took the same job with the commanders he had with the Chiefs. Right? So, something's up there. Anyway, but one of the big knocks against him in interviews was there was nothing really detailed. It was all of, it was, it was fine, but it wasn't really detailed. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do and how are you going to do it? And so obviously his agent wanted to put out there or had Washington put out there like extremely detailed. And I'm sure he's gotten that feedback and adjusted his interviewing style. But we make it out that like, wow, he's there's, I mean, who was it? Uh, Stephen A did the same thing with the Houston Texans, despite the fact that was now four coaches in a row are black. It's a racist organization. Like, I, I can't really help you. Just trying to find the best people that can win games for you, the best quarterbacks that can win games. If you start there, you're going to be in good shape. You're going to be in good shape. So it sounds like Bamani is a uh, uh, is, is front runner. But well, can, can I introduce this? Gabe Kapler. Um, I don't know if you guys know Gabe Kapler at all, but he's in shape. Um, and he's going to let you know how in shape he is, and he likes the fitness. And now that he's not a manager, I guess he's doing TikTok and he's doing social media. I think this was him trying to give advice on fitness recently. If you're trying to decide whether you're going to walk somewhere or Uber or drive, and Google Maps says it's going to take you 10 minutes via car, it's probably about right. But if it tells you it's going to take 15 or 17 minutes to walk that same distance, it could be wrong. All you have to do is walk fast, and maybe you're cutting that down by three, four minutes. So don't let that make you get in the car 
just walk faster. So, Doug, if you're if you weren't uh, following, yeah. Uh, so, if you could walk, you can walk faster. But if you drive, you can't drive faster. <laughs> that's what he said. Maybe. No, I, no. That's I, I got play, that. You can get again. somewhere faster Hold if on. you walk faster. Play, play it. Play it again with that. If you're trying to decide whether you're going to walk somewhere or Uber or drive, and Google Maps says it's going to take you 10 minutes via car, it's probably about right. But if it tells you it's going to take 15 or 17 minutes to walk that same distance, it could be wrong. All you have to do is walk fast, and maybe you're cutting that down by three, four minutes. So don't let that make you get in the car. Just walk faster. Yeah, um, Gabe Kaplan is a very pretty man. He's attractive. A lot of housewives find him to be uh, the bee's knees. Um, But he should probably either have somebody prepare his motivational speaking or just smile and have his shirt off in all of his, all of his videos. Cause what he just said makes us all dumber. He, he literally said, well, if you Google maps it, it's probably about right. But for driving, but if you walk, you can walk faster. Um, Hey Gabe, like what if you drive faster? If you ever made it like, you know, it says 10 minutes, so you made it like in seven, by the way, it feels like a win every time you do it. Yeah, but if you walk, you can walk faster. And even that—that that is, maybe this is the beginnings. This is what Tony Robbins was like 40 years ago, <laughs> right? And he just needs some refining of style. But yeah, that was, that was the, that, that one, I'm sure when he, he sent it to his boys, like, what do you guys think? They're like, dude, that's awesome. If you drive, you drive. But if you walk, walk faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you guys want to go lift weights? Yeah. You want to take some creatine? Yeah. Want to take some protein powder? Yeah. Let's go! You know what? I but. think uh, I think Uber and Lyft and all the rideshare companies are shitting their pants right now because Gabe Kapler just said you could walk faster. And you, you faster. don't have to take that Uber. You, you, you cannot drive faster. <laughs> You're only allowed to walk faster because and, the calculation is only based upon the average speed of driving, not the average speed of walking. Because it never gives you the what happens if you saunter or what happens if you speed walk. What happens? Do you shuffle your feet? Do you drag your foot? That's awesome. Uh, hey, um, yeah, one by more. the way, I encourage anybody who just heard that for the first time to watch it because as odd and unusual and simple as it sounds, there's a certain douchebag level when you watch it. Like the way he delivers it, like he there's there's a lot of stuff to make fun of and I very much encourage it. Find it. Uh, so choose here, Gabe Kapler or Mavani Jones? Uh, Mavani Jones. I mean, the race car just like, it's like uh, it feels like you're you're playing poker at uh, at a saloon in the old west, and you know you're like, wait a second, how do you have six aces? Only he's got six race cards that he has to play in every hand. So Monty Jones, your name. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. Um, Kevin Durant was told in real time about Joel Embiid going for 70. I don't know if you saw Joel Embiid score 70. Cat had 60. 70? Yeah. Joel had 70 today. 58 yeah. yeah, 70. So what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
That's awesome. 70 points is a lot of fucking points. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, um, it, it it's, it's a lot. Uh, why can we play it for you? Because we can. Oh. Let's get to our pick of the day. Let's get to our pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. All right, pick of the day comes to you from college basketball. College basketball. Get some good good games tonight on the slate, uh, including Kentucky taking on South Carolina. Now, Kentucky has a big guy named Big Z, seven foot one, twenty year old center, um, and he just got eligible and he had this great game. And they're playing against South Carolina, who lost their last home game to Georgia. Uh, yikes! Stomped by Alabama. But this is one of those throw the kitchen sink at uh, at it sort of games. And uh, I would expect Michi Johnson and B.J. Mack to have huge games. Uh, there's no reason that South Carolina should beat Kentucky tonight at home. None. Kentucky's better. I think Kentucky's got a great chance to win the national championship. But South Carolina, five and a half points at home in Columbia. I'll take the Gamecocks. That's it for the In the Modus podcast. Check out the daily radio show every day, 3 to 5 Eastern. You can download it wherever you download this podcast. I'm Doug Gottlieb. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 